We interview the staffs of local restaurants to hear the stories behind some of Brooklyn's greatest spots. Tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn every Thursday at 8 a.m. for a look in the kitchen. Yeah, stand with me, brother. Stand with me. All right. We're recording. I'm going to record. I haven't been test, doing this test. lately, but I'm going to record. I got to record on the uh, backup thing. Okay. Can you hear yourself at all? Not yet. All right. Let me see. Okay. Test. Oh, I can. Or, oh, I, I could. I could for a second. Oh, it's out now? now? Now I can. I can hear myself. I can hear myself a little bit. Yeah. How about now? now? I can hear myself exactly how much I want to hear myself. Good. Yes. Everything's working. Excellent. Are we live right now? We're live. Oh, boy. It's happening now. Excellent. Excellent. Hello. There's no backing out now. No. There's oh, no backing boy. out now. Come on in with me. <laughs> Come on in with oh. me into the water. Oh, it's cold. It's Come 30, on. 50 degrees, and the water has got to be much colder than that. You got to get a baptism. Oh, Uncle Bill. You got to get a... Every week you do a wrong sin, I got to baptize you every week. Splash with me, Nathan. God. In about 10 to 20 years, I know every time like a Thursday night rolls around, I'm going to just shudder. But I'll do it. I'll do it because I don't know how much time I have left with myself and with you and with anyone else. So let's do this together. It, it, I don't want you to think that I'm like overly religious, that I'm coming out here because I, because you're drenched in sin and I got to wash and clean you. It's more like a bonding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Every mean, Thursday, I want to come out here and splash and get clean before the Lord. Yeah. Don't mind that. That's a frog. I'm not worried about that frog. All right. That frog's cool. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you. Thing is, I don't know. I don't really think that what you think is sin is sin for me. I think that's just humanity. But I would love to rinse the humanity off me with my uncle, my best uncle. Hey, I mean, just the others are dead, but you're the best one because I'm not alive. getting caught up in the semantics. Okay, yeah, nah, nah, nah. and that's no my, that's judgment. For that's for me. And yeah. no judgment coming from your uncle. I love you. I love, love you too. as much as I love the Lord, and that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. We we got a tight. Tight bond. We got a tight. We got a tight knit bond. Okay, we don't do as much as we used to when your when your dad was working a lot and also a little sick. I would take you to softball games. I yeah. would help you with homework. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. And a lot All of that. This is way after you know in the kind of interim between VHS and DVD era. You know, I mean, we we, we really locked in there. Yeah, we dumpster dived for VHSs. You were right. You were right. The best stuff is in there. You're right. Physical media is dying. It's, I'm I'm an adult. Yeah. Physical media doesn't exist anymore. But you but you gotta cherish it while you have it. Exactly. Hit and rewind. Be kind. Rewind. Yeah. You but know, I'm not. I also don't. I also don't overlook the DVDs. I'm not against the streaming era. No, uh, streaming's okay. Stream. It lacks a feel. It lacks, it lacks a, a feel. Okay. You know? But there's no judgment. All right. Baptism no. is not about judgment. It's no. just about getting clean. I about, get it. Hey, here's a fresh start. Keeping it basic. Let's get basic for a second. Let's get You know what? Down. Fuck, fuck this. I'm jumping in. Yes. Ah, oh, ah, I'm in. <sighs> Hold on. I'm coming in after you. Let me take off. Oh, so why did I wear my it's golf so shoes? It's, it's, it's so cold. You just breathe. You'll get used to it. It's like, oh, here I go. Ah, ah, my back. Ah. Ah. It's good, though. Uh, good for tightness. It's good for tightness. Just relax. Breathe in. Just breathe. Uh, uh, Nathan, yeah, you're my nephew. I love you, Uncle Bill. This is what our relationship is about. There's nowhere else I'd rather be right now. 
<laughs> I wish you were my son. That is... <laughs> I wish I, I wish I was your son. I wish you were my dad. Don't tell. Don't tell. We my can't dad. tell your father that. You can't. Know. He's a good man, but he's very stiff. He's very stiff. Ah, oh, God. Speaking of which, I got this hammy. <laughs> it's 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 tight. All right. Listen, we're both free of sin now. Let's let's go. Let's go to. Uh, Let's go to uh, Cane's and get some chicken. I'd love to get some Cane's and get some chicken. Can we go to FYE later? Maybe like see if they got any Blu-rays. <sighs> That's my boy. All right, scene. That's nice. That's a nice way to start. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Hello. Uh, yeah, it's such a pleasure to have. Thanks for having me. This is this is no suggestion. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre. I guess tonight I feel like I'm going to say your last name wrong. Philip, is it? Casal, yeah. Oh, okay. first try, bud. Wonderful. And also, you said Philip, which is like I'm trying to get myself to be billed as Philip nowadays because I feel like Phil's a little too flippant. But I don't know if I ever knew you as Phil. I think it was always Philip for me. Maybe that's the yeah. internet. Probably in. the internet. I always, I, I always say I'm Philip, but but people call me Phil, and that's fine because I feel like Philip means I'm in trouble, but. But nowadays, I'm realizing that Philip is more like taking responsibility for being me. Than being, eh, he's Phil. It's just Phil. Like, no, I'm Philip Cassell. Wow. So I gotta just, I wanna be, gotta be more, a little bit more serious and grounded in what I do. But I mean, also, you know, goof off. This, this, this is an interest. There's so much that's interesting about this. It's an interesting dichotomy for a comedian and improviser. But it's also like, what are your feelings around growing up? This is an interesting question, I think, for a comedian and an improviser. What do you talk to me about that? Like, um, I, when I started, when we started, because we, you and I took level one together. Yes. Uh, I was much more wild and free about the notion of making stuff up and being open on stage. Cause you know, my, the basis at the time was just don't say no, be open. And I, I was lucky to work with people who were, uh, very play based, uh, you know, and by play, I mean, like, just we would do sketches that, you know, in which we were the props, we were the sets, we would do a lot of physical stuff. And so I really wanted to bring that into improv, but I really didn't know why I was just doing it to play. And so you I, had like a, uh, you had a sketch background and that was bringing you into improv. Yeah. But, and, and, but also like, I was not exactly mature at the time. I don't think anyone who's 25 is completely mature unless you've sure. been through some stuff. And I, I was not through, did not really lucky that I, you know, uh, I lived with my parents when I was 25, but <laughs> I, yeah, I wish I, I did. I, I grew up. I mean, by growing up, I mean like, you know, you face the world, you, you, you get your, you understand what it is to be overdrawn weekly. You have, oh. you scrape to make it to anything to just to zero. I feel like I've just gotten out of the land of being overdrafts constantly. I, just come yeah. out of that. I world. just figured out how to not go broke. Like I just, it's it's having two jobs. Yeah. So there we are. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. But I don't like for me being in a being grown up in this is just being. I, I just feel like I have the form being drilled into my head by myself. Like I'm always like. Are you listening? Are you breathing? Are you paying attention? Uh, you know, you, the play is there, but I'm, uh, you know, and I used to be a little bit more free, but also not thinking about these things. 
And I know there's like a fun, hold on a fun, there's a Bukowski poem, or at least a, a saying where it's like, when the spirit wanes, the form appears. When the form wanes, the spirit appears. Whoa. Right. And it's like, those are two things that to, to me, I'm, I'm always balancing. And, but I feel like as I get older, I'm erring towards the side of, of form nowadays, but who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. I feel like form is a pathway to spirit. Right. I feel like when you're young, you want to think everything is spirit because you don't have anything else. Yeah. And it feels it feels more free. But now, oh, my God, this is <laughs> fantastic. OK. I, I, I OK. Uh, first, I'm going to say this is something that happens to me often, which is I'm going to tell a story and it involves me invoking someone who's been canceled. This happens to me a lot. Uh, Philip, I'm sorry. I I, I tend to it's like canceled people. It's not a good quality, but I don't like the thing they did. I like them, and I also am a big redemption guy. It's Whatever. hard to reckon. It's it's hard to reconcile. Which which I also enjoy. I love yeah. that it's hard to reconcile. Anyway, I remember listening to this podcast a few years ago, and I'd already come to this conclusion abstractly myself. But when I heard it said, I was like, whoa. So my first few years, like I, I, I always say that like my first 10 years in New York, which is up to like t- 2019, let's say. Uh, well, I really got here in 2007. I'm from New York, but I went away for high school and college and came back. So I moved here in 2007. Really, I would say my first 12, 13 years, I call them grad school, right? And then around whatever year the disaster artist came out. Okay. Whatever year that was, was the year I I was like, oh, I need to do something else. Because what I was doing up until then was I'll work just enough to pay my rent and get a Metro card and then spend the rest of the time going to improv jams, taking classes, you know, going to digging around a drama bookshop, reading plays for free. We're doing whatever I can so I can do an internships, you know, whatever I can. I would work just enough to stay alive and then do practice and study and play in my free time that was my i thought that was the thing to do and then around that year which was i think 19 or 2018 2019 around that year it occurred to me oh if i work a bunch of jobs i can just pay for everything i want to do and that never occurred to me before it's the concept of math is is tricky for us artists i took basic math in college and i understand that that sort of thing. I I've been living that way until very recently. Mm. And even then, like I make enough money so that I can put together a slap together a prop for some goof ass show. Yes, and I'm going to use once, and then it just sits in my room. <laughs> I love you know, it. Like yeah, that's. Uh, but like that's I guess that's growing up is just knowing uh, how to play too, which I guess is a good good move. Yeah, uh, good, like good moment on your part. How to play, how to sustainably play, how to set yourself yeah. up so you can just keep keep like, playing. There's no world in which I don't want to play. Yeah. I can't there's no like I can't ever go home like I can't ever live that Peter Panning life. You know? You've seen Hook. Uh Hook is like the central yeah. movie of my life. Wait, right. wait, Same. wait. Yeah. Oh like, wow. You're wow. doing it, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are, Peter. <laughs> yes. You're playing with us. Oh, my God. Yeah. I that movie that. is everything. My favorite actor is Robin Williams, probably because of that movie. That movie is everything. That movie is so special. I, fuck anyone who thinks it's a... Uh, I think this it, is the second episode. I think last week we talked about the, the hook That's as well. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, fuck anyone who thinks it's an artistic film. Because I hate that it's written uh, about as that or perceived by the mainstream as an artistic. I think it's an excellent movie that told it an uncomfortable story. Right. Uh, that you know, it's not exactly the most capitalist forward movie. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know, I think it's a it's an important lesson. Also, two uh, one of Robin Williams, uh, like I think iconic performances i think he was born to play peter pan oh yeah also i think on the low one of both julia roberts and dustin hoffman's best performances yes a guy who was canceled uh, oh dustin hoffman kind of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i, I remember that. A lot of that like uh yeah 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 he was old and somebody somebody accused him of something he was in the it was like he got a little yeah yeah know. yeah yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you get a little about it? Yeah, yeah. It was just like after all that time, someone's like, "Oh, by the way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1990, as a kind, con- that's it's 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 complicated because it's, it's true like, though it I, happened. Yeah, but he's very old, and it's like, "Ooh, how do you?" Ooh, and then oh, and then it was that guy that the guy the guy cornered him. Um, I don't really like this guy, but oh. he is funny. Um, what's his name from HBO? He does the news show. The guy from H. John Oliver. John Oliver. I think he was. Oh, he a did at that Q and A. Yes, I yeah, yeah. Forgot yeah. about that. Anyway, God, God, love and God bless everyone. I hope everyone finds healing and love right. and forgiveness and and gets their due and whatever. Um, hook is beautiful, and but you were saying I I'm, I'm living that Peter living yeah. that Peter Banning life. I don't want to, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, I I want to be able to make pay my rent and, and also play. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm still kind of where you were, but right. on a. Oh, I'm very. I'm like just tiptoeing out of it. Yeah. And, and it's an it's an interesting thing. Like it's a thing I'm being. I think we're all being confronted with it, and you. I don't know. Who knows what the answer is? Because I've been. I think. I think I realized recently that my whole life I've been afraid of becoming a pirate. Yeah. I've been afraid of not playing but like of course everything that we do here is very there's no play in piracy you know uh but it's just a game of jacks i mean a game of jacks could be a game of life or death matey you don't know i know you're a transfer from the uh from the sf cutthroat oh, but, i'm uh, very new to this ship i'm very new but as well we we play in our in our off time downtime when the captain was away at the other end of other end of the bilge we we would we would play the jacks throw a little of course yes I mean you wouldn't dare let him see because then you he'd, you'd owe him a cut of the jacks money oh maybe a cut of my own flesh that's what I mean that's the money the currency I mean this is the SS Stabby for God's sake so you have to be a bit quick aye, aye, sir the SS Stabby very proud to be aboard. Happy, to, you know. Good to have you. Good to have you. We need some men. You know, we had a had a rough go of it with a with a white squall. Why is it always a white squall causing the most problems? Don't understand. I think I think uh, black squalls matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. You know, the ones you, you, you can't see. It's always at night. Uh, but those, I mean, I feel at least they're doing their job. They're coming in. They're coming in strong. Coming in strong. Heritage. And then you have one have of we these. We said this the right way. I don't know. I don't know. I could. It's, it's entirely possible you're talking to a man who is not really welcome on the ship anymore. But yeah, have you have you not stabbed enough? It's uh, it's not how many times I've stabbed. It's it's who I've stabbed. It's uh, 
You know, it's stabbed the wrong people. Sometimes in the haze of battle, I get a little confused. I stab my own crewmates sometimes. It's, I don't mean to. It's just, uh... Oh, I've heard of ye. Many wonder if it... Many wonder the intent. Many wonder if the, the genuineness of the mistake. It's... Many wonder of you. You know, maybe one day, 600 years from now, they'll kind of term for somebody whose brain works a bit faster than the rest of their body. <laughs> but until then, I guess I'm just, uh... Squidgy Pete. Squidgy Pete. That's, yeah, but that's what they say about he. They say he is a bit squidgy. Don't yeah. get into a stabbing melee with old Squidgy Pete. Yeah, they send me in last just to check, check on the people who stabbed on the ground, you know, just in case. They often just send you out for waters and Gatorades. That too, but I mean, you know, scurvy is a very easy thing to get on the high seas. Gatorade, good tool to fight it. Keep you, keep you hydrated. Yes, gotta keep you hydrated. You know, if you get scurvy... All of your your old scars can just open right up. Squidgy Pete, you 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 have an important job, an important role. Yes. Therefore, I'll be. I am new on this ship, but I think I have rights to e stabbing tool. I think you do, and and that's fine. You can please hand it over. That's. I'll give it to you, but I just want you to know one thing. Huh? When the. When the cannons are on deck and you're jumping over the next ship, you don't know who quite you're stabbing unless you know who you're with. Squidgy Pete, you're squidgy, and that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Hand me your stabbing, you tensile. I get to get distracted in there. It's fine. But, but also, if you get scurvy, sometimes scars that I might have cut you with may open up. That's the other thing. You're but really? here, so you could have the... Have ah! ah Squidgy Pete, he stabbed me. I handed you my sword. Oh, I handed it the wrong way. Ah, ah gosh. I'm sorry. Uh, get me a Gatorade. Have a Gatorade. Get <laughs> They don't like. They don't have fun over there. <laughs> oh no! Um, I, I, this is. I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I. Okay, I, 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 I I'm, um, I'm really in the midst of quite a. Uh, this not been loud enough the whole time. I hope we, I'm turning oh. it up. Uh, just a little bit. Um, I'm in the midst of uh, just personal turmoil and hell, and uh, I uh, and 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 questioning just life itself and i i texted this uh question to it's eleven nineteen. okay um uh, first i'm gonna read this uh, uh you're listening to radio free brooklyn independent listener supported radio thanks for listening to radio free brooklyn your support keeps us going um radio free brooklyn's mission is to provide free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy education free expression and public art we rely primarily on donations from listeners like you Every dollar keeps helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash donate. Black slash. Black slash is matter. All right, I made that joke <laughs> twice. I, I um, uh, what was I? Oh, this is, I, I texted this to a bunch of uh, confidants and friends today, and I would like your thoughts. Okay. Um, Wait, I, w- I want to see if I, I want to get the exact wording of what I said. Okay. This is what I asked a bunch of my friends, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Question. Why grow? What makes growing such an imperative? I don't know if it's growing. It's just like 
if, if life, if you think of life as like a Sondheim song or just as any, a song, a train uh, motion forward, you know, it's easier to go forward if you're uh, awake and listening. That's growth to me. I mean, if you're just a fucking rock and you just stay there and you don't want to be moved and you don't want to know, listen or hear things, then life's just going to keep moving and you're just going to keep being this, you know, stick in the mud. Mm. That's, I think that's growth. Mm. Like I, I'm, I'm lucky that I have a lot of artist friends who understand that and can also remind me every once in a while. But I, like, that's, that's kind of it. Like we're not growing up is, is such a, forgive the expression capitalist term because it's mm. like what do you want to be when you grow up you remember just getting asked that all the fucking time like what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to be like i don't know i just i kind of want to be happy mm. but i also like i know i want to be an actor i want to be this and i i, I am that mm-hmm. but you know i could be that and not have a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> or i could be that and be learning and you know just keep have an open mind and that's I don't know. Maybe that's the growth is knowing the difference or just going with it, being water like Bruce Lee, you know. I I love all that and I want to say that you you I think you're illuminating things for me in that I think more than about classism or, you know, uh poverty or you know, uh wanting to take care of our fellow humans. There's also ideologically a capitalist idea is about a destination is about yep. an end is about what are you going to do? What are you doing? What's going on? Like, yeah. And, 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 and in some ways it's like, well, you're putting a lot of focus on the part that isn't the important part. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're not asking what do you, what do I want for my soul or for my heart or for my community or for my happiness or for my health? Even you're not even asking those things. You just ask what job are you going to have? How much money are you going to make? Right. And then, you know, once you tell them, they're like, oh, okay. But like, what happens after that? Like, after they know exactly that, like, who's that helping? Who are they going to report to? Wow. Like, that's my favorite thing is like, when I was a kid, my dad had a friend who like didn't believe that I was, that I didn't care for sports. And And I was like, I don't like football. And he was like, don't worry, you will. And I mean, I didn't tell him go fuck himself then, but in my head, I was like, fuck you. Who are you to tell me what I'm going to do? Yeah. How is that? How could you make that for me? Why? You know, I, that's just, you know, the destination is a guy, a man like sports and I'm a boy and I don't like sports. I'm supposed to be a man who likes sports eventually. Uh. I don't really, I like wrestling. I don't know. Sometimes I watch soccer. I, that's, I don't really live my life hoping the Chicago bears win. Cause I know they're never gonna pull it off, but also <laughs> like, it's not a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just, you ever had that where like an adult tells you something you're going to do and you're like, out of just sheer tyranny of will, you just make it a point to make sure that person is wrong. That, <laughs> that is interesting to me. I think I understand that feeling. I don't think I had that. I don't think I had somebody impose or insist on me in that way. And I was lucky in that way. I think I was shielded from a lot of that. I think a lucky experience that I had was I was a kid who... I think we're very similar, but I, I 
not in a capitalist way, but I had a pinpoint on, I'm going to do this when yeah. I was seven. So I knew and I could say it and I never wavered. Even though I think I ended up changing, it didn't really change. I wanted to be a comic book artist. I ended up becoming an actor. It, it feels like all the same stuff. It's self-expression. Yeah, it's you know? the same stuff. But I knew when at seven, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so the most I had was my dad was like, you could do that later. Go be a doctor. Go be a lawyer. He would just say that. Be all a the teacher. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was always but he was not like insistent or dismissive ever. Thank no. God. That's I, that same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was very lucky in that regard because, you know, some people you come from homes where it's like, no, you're doing this right. and fuck, fuck the other stuff. You know? Yeah. So like, that's good. But at least you had, you know, you figured it out. Yeah. Or at least you knew what, what made you like want to be a comic book artist? Like what, what did that for you? I don't, this is, a, I don't think I've ever thought about this, but the, my, uh, my cousin who, it's funny, I was just texting with his sister. I grew up, uh, when I was really young, I lived uh, with my cousins, we lived together for a while, and I was always around my cousins. Incidentally, this cousin lives not even within a walking distance. I can see his house from my job, and I never see him anymore. But uh, anyway, bums me That's out. sad. But yeah, I is busy with his life somehow. I don't know. It's like right there. Anyway, but um, I miss him a lot. He gave me a book when I was seven years old, How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Oh, I had that too. And that was it. That was huge. The second he dropped it on my lap, my path was set. Like the the dimensions when you like the, the diagram of somebody of Spider-Man running. Yes. Or like you do like the loaves of bread oh, for like the arms and the head. Yes. That? Like that yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, I like that book was my Bible for like my whole childhood. I like. And then, like, yeah, so then it was just like, oh, wow, what is this? And I think I was just getting into comic books. That solidified it. And then I was just like, that was it. And I just knew that that's what I was meant to do until acting came along and rapping. But to me, it's all the same stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm playing with all the, you know what I mean? It's like it's like the same console, same games. It's just a bunch of different joysticks. Diff- yeah, different vessel. Yeah. So I never used that metaphor before. I like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just happened to, I don't know if I lucked into it or that's my personality to be like, be able to pinpoint, oh, okay, I, this is what I want to do and I know it, but I think because of that, I sort of trained my family cause I, I never wavered. So everyone's like, oh, that's what he's going to do. Eh, might as well leave him alone. Cause he just, he keeps giving everyone the same answer. Yeah. Um, but. So I never had much of anybody. I think, <laughs> I think, I think there's also a thing about me where we're like, uh, every, I, I, what was I? I think there's a thing about like, you're going to get a job. You're going to get a girl. There's like, there's like all my cousins, like five of my cousins and me, you're going to get a job. You're going to get a girlfriend. You're going to get a job. You're going to get a girlfriend. You're going to get a job. You're going to get a girlfriend. You're going to get a job. You're going to get a girlfriend. They look at me like, how you doing, Ralph? <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> there's no nobody expected anything of me. I was just, it was like, all right, that's. I don't know what that is, but it's what it is. Yeah, know? I mean, adults tend to confuse knowing what you want with just not, you know, with some, like being not with it. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, or at least our the generation of adults that we come from. Yeah, uh, I mean, now I think it's a little bit different. Probably, yeah. The world has changed. It's funny how we like. We were the collateral damage in some way that we like sort of softened the people under us into a world that we needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, agreed. I, yeah. Well, I mean, that was 
our mission, I think. Wow. Because, I mean, we we were treated very not poorly. I well, poorly, but also strange. Like strangely, I think like boomers and Gen Xers had a trail that like they come from greatest generation. I know the what whatever all the other the lost one, and I think like we get soft, not softer, but more open or receptive to the fact that it's not all physical and paperwork, you know, like we know that everybody has ADHD. <laughs> we, we know that everybody that, that you could be vulnerable. Like we hug each other. I don't think other, I think everybody shook, you know, dudes in the sixties, they all shook hands and walked away and didn't really talk about therapy. No one talked about like, uh, you know, like now it's more, it's more open, but yeah. that's, that's on us because, we had to witness the people before us just make these mistakes. Mm. Not even make these mistakes, but like fail to get through the maze. We're we're just a little bit further, and then the next generation is going to get just a little bit further. I mean, to what? Who the fuck knows? But I mean, maybe <laughs> one day we'll figure it out. Yeah, I I I don't even know. I I'm very big on. I like the pendulum swings. Yeah, I like. I don't like the current pendulum swing. I gotta be. I gotta be what's, honest. What's happening now? Well, drag shows being banned and whoa, wait, what? That. Yeah, talk talk to me about this. Well, I mean, uh, California, California, California is actually on the side of the side of history, the correct side. Uh, Florida, Tennessee are banning uh, drag sh- drag shows and readings, and they don't want kids at drag shows. But the thing is, what have kids ever been at drag shows? And also, I feel like churches kind of have a worse record of child abuse than drag, drag shows. Yeah. So that's, what's going on. I did not know yeah. that. There's like a, impet- there's a wave of antisemitism happening that I've, well, I've, I mean, I've, yeah, I, I just mean, came see that. from actually a clown show by a, I believe a Jewish clown. And that was a big theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they're talking about it. What was her name? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say her name on, on the air. Cool. 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 Uh, um, but yeah, like Ron DeSantis, that whole group, it's it, you know, it's interesting that the Republican Party isn't doesn't really know how to Alexandra Tatarsky. I would like to know more about her. Yeah, yeah, funny. Um, yeah, and it's just funny that the Republican Party is still fractious, so fractious, but they're all both. They they all just don't. They all want the same thing, but they just want a different guy, which is, you know, they just they just want to be allowed to be racist, misogynist, bigots. And, just in different language. I know this about you that you yeah. pay you have a keen and sharp attention on on I don't want to say politics but like uh what's going on in and I guess I guess politics is the only word I can use cuz I'm 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 not very eloquent. But like you're you're looking at how what, what things are moving, what's happening culturally. What is this party doing? What is this party doing? What's what, what is the movement? How are people being affected in certain parts of the country? I try. I don't like that started in high school because my history teacher would make me read the news at the start of the school. Cause I think she knew I was, I was leaning that way. I think mm. she knew that I had like some sort of an eye for not for satire, but at least for just knowing stuff. Cause I was a big daily show fan. Even when it started, like I, I think I watched most episodes of Craig Kilborn and John Stewart's run. Um, cause just, just to, you know, to do it at the end of the day. But, I, I don't know. I always had that, but for a while, I, it felt like I, I was atoning because many years ago, 
at a theater that we all perform at, the People's Improv Theater. I had a show called the Dean Martin Holiday Show. And it yeah. was like, it was a, a holiday show. I mean, we do a holiday show for like whatever month and celebrate the holidays therein. Some of them big holidays, some of them tiny holidays. And I always wanted to make it conscious that at the time we'd moved past a lot of the sort of short-sightedness of the humor. And then, you know, 2016 election happened and I it didn't make sense to do it. Mm. And I think that got me more motivated to pay attention, although I still react very emotionally to a lot of things, especially on social media. Don't look at my Twitter <laughs> or do look at my Twitter. I don't know. I, it's just a lot of me telling bigots to shit themselves to death and then immediately deleting the tweet because Twitter tells me I have to. Right, right, um, right. But like I, I, it just felt like I was I felt like I made a mistake and I needed to atone by being more receptive because I was championing. I was celebrating how far we'd come when, in fact, we actually haven't come that far. Huh. We've perhaps taken a few steps back. Yes. And I didn't realize that, like, you know, my parents, I love them. They like a certain party of people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The There's a certain slogan, kind of party people. A certain kind of party people. Yeah. That's the slogan of that party is not what they think it is. You know, and we've talked about this before. And a lot of it's a lot of people have had this conversation before. But like, that party is not like let's make blank, you know, let's make America great again. It's let's go back to a time when we could do shit and get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, that time was the time I was celebrating as a time that we're behind, and it's we're not. So I couldn't do it anymore. Grandpa, would you please close your pants? Hey, listen, it's a long zipper, okay? And by the way. I should note that I've been to this Olive Garden every day for the last twenty years. Nope. No one is denying that you're 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 a patron, you're a loyal patron, a valued patron of this Olive Garden, Grandpa. I don't I don't want you to think that I don't understand how valued you are at this Olive Garden or that any or that anyone else is giving the impression that you're it's but please, we're at dinner, the whole family is here. I don't think anyone here wants to see your pants, anything less than buckled and zipped. All right. Well, the people forget, okay? And also... Forget what? People, you know, they forget the, the struggles that we had to do to get to here. And if I want to air myself out, you know, I had these, these are heavy wool pants. If I... You know, I don't, you know, since, since you may, why? It, I don't understand why you wore such heavy wool. Well, since your grandmother left me, I stopped shopping for myself. She, she's still, you could still get grandma back. You know, if you would just make some adjustments, grandpa, change your ways a little bit, starting with how you behave at, 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 at the Olive Garden. It's grandma's favorite place to come in. I feel like you've ruined it for her. Well, you know, listen, these, they say, Endless salable, endless breadsticks. But they don't mean that. You can't, you can't spend 12 hours here. There was a time when a man could spend 12 hours at the same place and pay for one set of salad, one set of breadsticks, and get it continuously for 12 hours while they made bets on the horse race. There's no more. T the TVs don't show the horse races here. Gr Grandpa, stop trying to light that breadstick. That's not a cigar. Hey, what are you going to? All right, listen, that's cigar schmigar. What are you doing right now? What are you going to be when you grow up? Uh, 
Grandpa, I am I, I'm already grown up and I am a social worker and I, I work I, I I I look after youths, especially youths in the LGBT community. So what are they gonna be when they grow up? The, the, I'm trying to make sure that they get to grow up in a way that is nurturing for them. Oh, nurturing. Okay. Yeah, they want a pet on the back. Yeah, they want Maybe they do. Okay. No one patted me on the back. I we're all very sorry about that. Someone should have. Well, what, I, I, how do you feel about that, uh, Grandpa? I mean, I, that you nobody know, patted you on the back. No one patted me on the back. They'd hit me with the newspaper and say, "Hey, go out there, sell more newspapers." Hit me with my own product. You know, nobody told me at the pipe works facility that I was doing a good job on the pipes. They would just give me more work, and then I'd do it. And then they'd say, "Oh, okay, sorry, you didn't get a raise this year because you know we ran out of pipes." You know, here's your target, but you got less pipes. So what do you want from me? That's what they do. And then I'd have to just, you know, suck it in. Grandpa, your pants are pulled around your ankles. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Oh, I, I, could, I could pick them up. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Look at the tough guy. He's got it. This is what a man is. He forgets to put his pants, take his pants, you know, zip them up because I got other problems. Like worrying about my 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 grandson over here. What's he doing? He's talking to kids. I make a I make a lot of money, Grandpa. Oh yeah, who's paying? You know what? Don't answer that. Don't answer that because I feel like that's probably you. You're correct. You don't have to be ashamed because I'm paying for your meal here at the Olive Garden. I, I I'm, I'm happy to do it, and um I I value you, and you did a lot for me. You raised me right. You always looked after me. You always took me for ice cream. Do you think I? What do you? What do I gotta do to for Marjorie, for your grandmother? What do you? What do you think I gotta do? Just tell her you're you're sorry and that you'll try to understand where she's coming from. Tell you gotta so, look her in the eye. You gotta, gotta humble say, yourself and say I'm sorry. So, you know, in 1971, Frank Sinatra was stuck in Australia for about a. This is a, not a I'm solid sorry. Month. A solid month, and all he had to do was say he's sorry. And you know what? He didn't say he's sorry. He had a man who wasn't him say he's sorry for him, and then he came home, and that's when he wrote my way. That's it. That's what he did. Yep. So. You've been yelling into a breadstick like it's a microphone for the last 10 minutes. I did it my <laughs> <See>? way. <laughs> I love that. That's that was beautiful. Also, true story. Right. Frank Sinatra was trapped in Australia. He was a piece of shit to a bunch of people. Wow. Would not apologize. And so ah. everybody went on strike. They wouldn't serve him. They wouldn't fly him out. They wouldn't do anything for him. And he had to, eventually, he was able to get a man to apologize for him without actually having to apologize. Wow. And then he went home immediately and, you know, continued to be Frank Sinatra. Wow. Two, three, four. Hey, you know, like this non nonstop. This guy. Are you? Uh, were you a Sinatra fan? Yeah, huge. My, I mean, as a kid, my my parents listened to him all the time, and I didn't realize. Like, I was just in. I was in. I would dress up in, in the suits and like, because I had uh, my L.A. is my lady. That was the album of of his of the eighties that I would listen to all the time uh, when I was a kid. And also, okay. I had the VHS, and a lot of that was just footage of him with like he'd have like the one the headset on where it's like one ear, and he'd be like singing, and it like Quincy Jones was uh, conducting him, and it was like wow. a whole production. And I would sit next to the TV, 
and reenact it with my own headphones and microphone. <sighs> you know, and then I get older and I read a bunch of books about him and I find out he just really he was he just had a short temper. But yeah. he had, he had like a heart for justice, but that guy, he had, he, he had a hard time saying he's sorry or like it oh. was his fault. He like thought the world was against him. Like it's, I, I see, I, that's the, like, I love that. I don't know why I love that. I like difficult people. I tend to like difficult people more than agreeable people. Yeah, I get, I, I could see that. I, I don't, because, because you, I guess because you know what you're getting. Yes. Yes. But also you, but at the same time, they know what they want and I, that you're, I'm attracted to that. Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to somebody who has a strong eye for details, or at least they, you know, they have a, they don't want, they don't call it a brand, but it's a brand. Mm -hmm. Like they know what they don't do and they know, they know what they can do. And Mm -hmm. I, there's also a potential for an arc. Yes. Because you might see that person humbled and change. Yes. For example, Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. That interesting guy. to watch where yeah. he's going. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that one's wild. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a pretty classic story. I mean, he was built to be a weapon. Yes. And then, you know, the pigeon saved him a little bit, I think. Yes. And he, you know. He's like a little bit of a saint or a Buddha or something. Yeah. I that that's you know it's an attractive story. Yeah. The fact that people can change. The fact that people can learn. But the 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 thing is we can't we as a people have to adapt to that. I think the mm. the last 5 to 6 years it's been you know the the idea of cancel culture uh is it's it's an it's a great idea. It's imperfect because the person that's being canceled can't see that all they got to do, all they got to do is just say, I'm sorry. Mm. Just feel it. Just say it. Mm. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm. Instead of like, I think Dan Harmon had a pretty good apology. Like he had a oh, yeah, solid, yeah, yeah. he held himself accountable. Yeah. Wrote it out. It was very public. Um, and I think that kind of behavior should have been not necessarily rewarded because like, you know, you don't get rewarded for not dropping a baby, but like you should get rewarded for not rewarded, but accepted. You know, a lot of the people that I have problems with that are the most vocal about, Oh, cancel culture. Yeah. 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 uh, They just can't stop and consider maybe that they're the problem. It's that's that. Yeah. That feels, it feels very, feels very hard. And, and I, and I get annoyed by the same thing and the same people it's it's so interesting i i don't i don't feel that there's any sort of answer except for be able to apologize and maybe mean it but i just i just find the whole thing fascinating the humanness of all of us yeah you know i just find it fascinating and beautiful but it's also it's it was an interesting part of yeah the last few years gosh and so and it's so interesting that you came to that conclusion because of a show that you were doing out of out of a genuineness and out of a want to celebrate something. And then that celebration was like, whoa, where are we? Yeah, because I realized that, like, while I was doing that, I was allowing myself to be insensitive because mm. I thought, oh, we're beyond that. So let me just mm. do it. And that that was the sin, I think, mm. for me. And yeah. I, you know, I. I think about that a lot with any new thing that I do. 
I want to be more uh, just aware, just, yeah. just aware and just more sensitive. Uh, you know, it's just like we're all here. We're all super villains. We've all robbed a bank. We've all worn the ha- the helmet. Very true. Mm. You know, and, and the question is, why was I encased in this suit of metal that only kills people based on my thoughts? Right? Like, that's the question. I feel you're getting soft on us. Now. Magnus? Sure. Sure. There's a lot of evil to be done. Listen, um... Theodore it's me, Bilgebrain. Yes. Bilgebrain. Theodore Bilgebrain, I know your whole name. Yes. You may be an evil genius, but have you ever considered, you know? Like, have I ever considered what? <laughs> have I ever? <laughs> Madness. You ask Bilgebrain, have I ever considered? Is there anything I haven't considered? I mean, I can see, I can literally see your brain bubbling right now from the dome on top of your head. But I mean, painful. Yes. Yes. It's, it's not your fault. You know, like your brain, the way that you are, it's your powers are magnetic. Therefore, you're encased in metal. Yeah. And sometimes the metal tells me. I have to kill. Yes. But also, like, you know, you're a genius and you think very you think very hard all the time. You think a lot. To say the least, yes. You're 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 thinking you're you're almost a, a specimen of quantum physics, as it were. You know how to think on different levels. And did you ever I'm not asking I'm just asking you if you'd ever considered uh, I'll allow like, it. What uh what got you here? Like what why why do you have to consider? Why do you why why do you have to d- d- steal all the world's money? Why because do- it's there, and I should have it. I'm the one who knows how to get it. I'm the one who knows best what to do with it. I should have it, and I will have it easily. My mm-hmm. goodness, it's like I'm batting around a a mouse. I'm a I'm a cat batting a mouse around just. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I guess I'm a metal mouse, <laughs> but you know, lately I was thinking that, like, maybe it's not the suit, you know, like maybe it's not the suit that's telling me to kill. Maybe I want to kill. Maybe it's me yes. because like yes, I have a deep, Max. I have a deep wound. Yeah. Well, the, the, but, right. You, don't you? No, just evil. You're just evil. You just want. You just. Well, yeah. That's, well, you just want to control and take and own because you can. By yes. God, Magnus. But for the longest time, I thought that was it. Like, oh, the suit wants me to kill because I yes, must. The powers yes. of the Earth's Earth's resources and metal. They must you be can mine. Move around right, at they, will. Yes. I can control it, and they must be mine. But no also, like, wound is no. The suit wants it. The, the 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 metal wants what the metal wants. But also, what if I want what I want? What if what if I need, you know? And it, it's the killing was was just me being many died, many many died, died. <laughs> so many died. But like for what? So that I could not feel full. Like, don't you feel full, Theodore? Uh, I, I perhaps I do. What is what's that of your concern, Magnus? Well, it's my concern because you're my very good friend, and whoa, we're colleagues and 
partners and destruction and villainy, but friends. Bilge Brain has a friend. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, laughable. Friends are illogical. I know we're walking down this very long hallway to your to your facility and and I I just wanted to say that like, you know, I I'm I'm down to to clown whatever you want to do, but but if you were to bleed all of the magma from the core of the earth, what would it get you? You know? Would it, it would get you the magma. But Yes. But then what? Use hot the hot magma to threaten all the empires of the world. <laughs> But then, like, there wouldn't really be a world, would there? Because, like, you're basically sucking the heat from the earth. And well, if there's no world, then there's no bilge brain. And well, I mean, there'd still be bilge. You'd have you'd have the core, but then it would just be like you and me. We'd 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 be friends. We'd be we'd be friends if there was the last, we were the last two. I mean, you'd always be my friend. If there's six, eight billion, and or just two. I mean. When we had all the magma, we'd have the magma, but but then what would that get us? Like when I have all the magma, sure, we'd have all the magma and friendship. Two friends with magma to play with. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Friends playing magma. Friends playing magma. Friends with magma with friends. Magma with friends. Friends with the benefit of magma, and that's all we need, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing. What else is there to What like, else could there possibly be? Accepting accepting love? Accepting that we're a work in progress? That won't make you rich. No, but it would make me feel better at night to know that I could be better. Do you hear that? Is that Oh shit, Super Jack's coming. <sighs> You gave him our coordinates, didn't you? I didn't give it to him. He kind of just pulled it from my brain. He's, you know, you know how he is. Well, anyway. Shit. I'll surrender if we can be friends in prison. Deal. Scene. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, man. I, uh, well, oh, I want you to talk about the, the, the ongoing shows you're doing now. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, so, okay. So, this Monday at Caveat, I'm doing uh, me, Mark Stetson, and Slaney Rose Jordan are hosting li- an live art smackdown, which is a show we've been doing on Zoom since COVID. Uh, it was a it was a pastime for us, just like you know, arting, drawing uh, based on suggestions. the The show has a, a masterpiece challenge at the ten minute mark. We spin a wheel, we compromise the art, uh, so the commission suddenly has a could be anything. Uh, one of our favorite uh, picks on the wheel is a uh, Russell Crowe and Les Mis. You know, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but also we have Seth Herzog. He's our guest judge. Uh, Hilla the Killer is our musical guest. Oh, we've yes. Got, Love. Yeah, we've got David Carl, uh, Sarah Morgan Ashey, and Vicky Lita as our contestants. They're all gifted artists. Um, I know for a fact David is painting with acrylics. Yeah. So it's going to be a it's real beautiful. fun time. And it's a caveat. Uh, on the Lower East Side on Clinton. Um, tickets are on sale. You can go get them. Uh, also, if you're in New Jersey, uh, a movie that I made uh, during COVID again, was a, it's called Canned. It's a short film. It's debuting at the Garden State Film Fest uh, on March 25th 
at four o'clock in Cranford. You can go to Garden State Film Festival. You can go to their website and look up tickets. Uh, we're in the four four p.m. to six p.m. block in Cranford, New Jersey. Um, I really I love that what we made. I think it's going to be great. Can't wait for people to see it. And then also, awkward family dinner is yeah. uh, is playing uh, on the 29th at the People's Improv Theater at six thirty. It's uh, an improvised one act play. Um, we start at, at dinner and we. Get weird based on an audience suggestion of like a reason to celebrate. Um, and that's great. I do that with, with Mark Stetson and, uh, Selena Rose Jordan as well. Sometimes we have special guests like, uh, Langston Belton or, um, you know, Jenny Burrells is on the cast and also, you know, Patrick great McCartney sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, great sometimes Patrick McCartney, the great Langston Belton. Yeah. All those are great, 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 great. great. And you know, uh, ran a, a treater. Uh, a lot of a lot of great Billy Fenderson, great players. We are a tight knit family at this point, and we love to we love to just throw deals at each other. Because now you you with that stuff, you just got to go with it. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And yeah, that's play. That's play. I um, love that you you've got a, like a bevy of like long running shows. Always never, doing stuff, guy. That's I me. never thought about that i've always noticed but it's never occurred to me like oh you got a bunch of these series that have been going for a long time i need to keep moving or else i'll die uh yeah no it's (laughs) it's just i like to play i like to do these things but also like it keeps me strong keeps me keeps my muscles well my brain muscles not the physical uh (laughs) muscles brain muscles is where it's at um but that's so interesting that I mean, because there's some sort of ethic to that, to like being consistent and just going at that year after year, month after month, week after week. Like, oh, let's get let's get a show up. Let's get something happening. I mean, do this. Let's bring this back. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun for me because I I feel like I'm always prepared. Like when we started shooting Canned, I it had been a long time since I'd done a movie or since I'd done anything that was scripted. And I really just wanted to get it right. So I'd learned all my lines. I was, I came in prepared. Uh, I had a take. I was ready to go. And when I get to the set, the crew and the, and the director who are all just angels and saints were like, okay, so we're going to improv for the next five hours, a bunch of different stuff for B roll. Uh, are you good with that? Do you know wow. about improv? And I was like, of course. Wow. A lot of what I do, uh, excuse me, and that, and the movie is uh, made up on the spot. On a, I mean, it's a very tightly scripted movie, very tightly edited. But a lot of the stuff that they used was stuff that we were just playing. And that was really some magic stuff. Like they were quality filmmakers where they were able to create a setup and create an environment where we were all open and ready to go. Wow, so, that's really impressive. Yeah. These are younger filmmakers? Yeah, they all went to Montclair State University, which is I went to about probably a decade before them when the film department was like literally a hovel. Um, and now they actually have facilities and they know what they're doing. Uh, and I went there like, I got a C minus on my sound design, but the guy who was the professor was in Russia dubbing Shrek 3. So like, wow. <clears throat> it's that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you, what's... Um... I want to know what if you get for a young Philip Casal who's who's coming. Did I say it right? Yeah, he's coming. Yeah. He's just moved to New York or L.A. or Chicago, someplace. 
He's 21 or 23 or 19. All right. Now or like the year that I would be 21? Now. Now? Yeah. What do you say? What do you got to say, you know, Philip or Philippe or Philippa? We'll just call him Phil. We'll just call him. At that point, he's Phil. At that point, he's Phil. I'm Philip. He's Phil. Yeah. Just fucking get in there. Get take some classes. Take classes. Meet people. Know who know how to be on stage. Audition. Get your headshots. You know. Get a bartending job. Mm. <laughs> I never really took up bartending. I kind of regret it, but because uh, I feel like if I'd done that more, I could pick up shifts here and there, and it, that would be like you said, it would just be a fun way to make money and also not have to worry about just squeaking by. Mm. Um, yeah, same thing that I did before, just quicker. Okay, <laughs> that's that's it. And also, don't don't fucking give up. Believe. Wow. Get in there. That is, I don't know. Um, you, why don't you drop that weight, brother? You get in there and push, man. Oh, God. You drop that weight. I'm not dropping the weight. Don't you drop I'm it, dude. Away. You got I'm it. Gonna hold this. Dude, this is I'm your hold this 175th <sighs> rep. But you can get it up. I know you're struggling. I know you want me to spot you. It's on your neck. You want me to get in there and spot you, but I want you to believe. This is the heaviest 25 pounds I've ever held by my neck. I want you to believe the 125 pounds of just of just <sighs> doubt. But if you got more belief than doubt, come on, dude. I want you to get in there and believe. I believe. But leave I your believe. butt. Leave your butt on the on the on the seat. Don't, don't arch. Gotta keep. Gotta keep. Stop. Don't stop, arch. Stop, stop Give me some words stop of belief. Tucking. Give me Ooh. some words of belief. Got some words of belief. Gotta believe I can do this. I'm gonna rise up. I'm gonna push this out. I'm gonna do 175 sets. 175 reps of, of the three sets. A little bit more. Involve your family. Involve your community. Involve my family. My dad's gonna be proud of me. My dad's gonna be proud of me. Not because not because I'm working towards a goal, but because I'm working. Yes, yes, because yes. Because I'm in it. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. in the moment. My mom's proud of me because I'm doing the thing that I said I'd do. I and mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm family God and country. Her. Family, family God and country. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. My sister doesn't like me, but at least she knows that I'm being honest with myself. Okay. It's that's going fine. it's more the way it's that's more fine. going down than up. Okay, my brother, I'm a good role model for my brother. He's, he's he's much stronger than me because he's, he's younger. Shaking. But I got, he's it. I got it. I got Try it. Try to stabilize. More, more belief. All right. I'm going to believe. I'm a, I'm not afraid to cry if I don't. If this doesn't work out. They're calling the paramedics. I, I believe. Okay. I think it's gonna it's gonna work out. I'm going to push. Changing color. A little I'm going to push this. Believe. I'm going to put a belief. I believe I'm going to push this. I believe I'm going to push this. All right. I get it. I get it. All right. Everybody, we slowly unrack the weights as uh, you. Okay. Whew. All right. I got the bar. I got the bar up. My arms can't unlock. You're the best, dude. See, <laughs> give it. Tell everybody where to find you online. You can find me on Instagram at Phil underscore Casale, C A S A L E, on Instagram or Phil Casale on TikTok. Uh, you can also don't look me up on Twitter. <laughs> Just don't do that. Don't do it. And uh, yeah, uh, Art Smackdown, twitch.tv slash Art Smackdown. Uh, if you want to find us, we're our Art Smackdown on Instagram as well. Uh, tickets are on sale at Caveat for Monday. This so. was a pleasure, Phil. Pleasure was mine. Philip Thank you, 